irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. Hello, hello. hello. Welcome hello. to It's Complicated. I'm Jen. And I am Lauren. Hi, Jen. Hello, hello, Lauren. Hi. Hi. Guys, if you are listening and you would like to, you know, I don't know, make your experience even better than it possibly can be, um, you should download the Thirsty app and use the code complicated you know, like our show, and receive 10% off your first order and have your alcohol delivered straight to you while you're podcasting away. I think it's a fantastic idea, and we use it all the time, and it comes in handy. It's, yeah, a great, it it's one of those things where you're like, I wish I would have thought of that. Oh, definitely. And anything about convenience is like my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Speaking of convenience, like dating apps, Ugh. like when you can actually meet men from your couch, which is the best thing ever. I know, right? No makeup, no leaving the couch. Tinder and chill. Oh my God, that's so good. Oh! <gasps> What? That's going to be our post on Instagram tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tinder and <laughs> Tinder shell. Tinder and shell. Uh, so, Lauren, how are you? I'm good. I am a little... We talk about this sometimes, but it's a little a bit of an annoying topic, but we're going to bring it up today and we're going to go more in depth about why guys take forever to want to settle down and why women, this is generally speaking, are ready earlier. Why is that? I, I We definitely need to get to the bottom of this. And I feel like it's very apparent in all aspects of the process of dating, even from the beginning. Like you, I feel like women come across men on Tinder or Raya or whatever dating apps there are where you're like texting and writing messages forever and then you're waiting to be asked out and it doesn't really happen that fast. Like I don't really want a pen pal. And then like I feel like it could also happen like once you start to get involved with someone, they're like not ready to make a commitment or like then once you're like moved in, when are they going to propose? It's like limbo central. We're waiting and waiting and waiting and we just I think it has a little bit to do with emotional maturity like women in general happen to be a little bit more emotionally mature faster i don't know if it's like a biological thing because we have the babies or i don't know where it comes from but i think we're all safe to say that women are pretty much ready to settle down once we're born (laughs) at an earlier age than men now granted there's those guys out there that i know that all of like my friends are married to that they found the good guys that got married young and they were ready it's not impossible it just seems like fewer and far in between to find those guys definitely i mean and i come from a family of like younger cousins i mean by maybe a year or two that are all getting married or Mm -hmm. engaged and i'm like clearly i can't date my cousins but they're really stand-up dudes yeah and and by stand up, I mean because they're you know ready to commit earlier or like know what they want and are you know settling down. But I've also been told that guys won't settle down until they have all their shit in line. So yes. like work stuff. And mm-hmm. I think you know we obviously face a lot of that here because people move to LA to pursue a career unless yeah. they really just like the sun and they work in finance. Maybe that's why they're here. Yeah. But other guys move here for, let's say the entertainment business. And that is a freaking slow process. It's a very slow process where you're kind of like, it's like hurry up and wait game. Um, and a lot of those people, you know, have other jobs that they aren't, it's just there to like pass the time and pay the bills, but they're not career. So they don't feel settled. And I do know that that could be a thing. Like if you don't feel like you're settled or you have all your shit in line, then you might not want to 
be ready to support someone as a team or you maybe you don't feel good that great about yourself and so that affects like who you're attracted to or who you want to be attracted to you and all these things can also be on the girls end too there's a plenty of women who move here to be actresses and models and singers and dancers and whatever slashies as we like to call them <laughs> and they we have the same problems i just think there's something about a woman that seems to for the most part be ready faster we'll make it work that's the thing like yeah it's a priority, and so if we want you, we will fit you in. Well, this is my question, too, is sometimes I feel like, is that a convenient excuse? Like, I know me, for myself personally, if I like a guy, I like a guy. There's not really much you can do about, like, changing my feelings. Like, oh, he doesn't seem like he's ready. Well, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to all of a sudden like you. If I like you, I like you. Maybe you're not ready, or maybe you have a girlfriend, or you can't help how you feel about somebody. Right. So I feel like, yeah, maybe not being settled in your career is something that is a very valid excuse, but it is a, an excuse. Because totally. You've been in situations plenty of times where you've liked a guy and you're like oh I wish I didn't like him or I wish I could get over him or you wish you could change your feelings and you can't so sometimes I think it's a nice excuse like I'm just not settled in my job what does that have to do with liking me nothing right well I guess it's a time thing or money thing and they can't like treat you necessarily the way they'd want to yeah. or whatever it is again it could be excuses and it's a case-by-case -case basis but True. we do have a guest calling in today that may give us some insight on that we have yes. Derek Phillips you guys probably know him from Fri Longmire Friday, Friday Night Lights and some other things that we're going to talk to him about um and we're going to get to the bottom of this. A seasoned actor who is fitting into the category of a guy we're talking about right now. Who is the type of guy that you and I like? There's nothing wrong with no. that. It's just that this is for our pool of guys that we have to choose from. And he, we really feel like he's going to be able to it, honestly tell us like at least what his deal is. And maybe right. we can use that and have some knowledge to move on from. Exactly. I mean, I need to know why there are so many single 40 plus year old men in LA that have never been married, Dude. don't have kids. Dude. And it's like, okay, are we dating because like you like younger women or I like older guys? Or are we dating because like you're a man child and we actually, between your age and my age, we meet somewhere in the middle and now we're the same age. It's probably both. Yeah. That's the problem. It's just like, it's almost like going into a job interview that you don't necessarily have like a lot of experience for but you know you can do it once you get in the room it's like that's <laughs> how I feel it's like just get on the date with me there's nothing really like wrong with me I'm a cool chick I can hang with the dudes like I can drink and party with you I can like Netflix and chill whatever <laughs> I'm like down for whatever but you have to like just be in front of me to like maybe get the vibe and see what's going on and I feel like then you can kind of like meet in the middle somewhere but it's hard to get to that point because no one asks anyone out no it's so weird it's just so weird but going back to the guy's age and all of that jazz what do you think about, like, if you were presented with a guy that is, like, a really established guy in business, let's say he's 44 years old, he's got a house, he has a dog, sure. Um, <laughs> or a cat. Or a cat. Or both. Or, sure. And he's never been married, doesn't have kids, and this is, like, some guy maybe your friend tried to set you up with. What do you think about that guy? Do you consider his age as, like, a red flag? Because right. now he's reaching, like, almost 45. Yeah. I was just thinking about that, actually, when we were talking about, like, mid-40s. I, on paper, I'm like, yeah, he's in his 40s. He has a dog. He has a house. He's settled in his career. Like, he's ready. He's ready. Because it, guys have, are like dog years. 
Like, the, everything's like seven years later than women. So you're like, <laughs> okay, so he's technically kind of like my age, really. Right. So <laughs> I feel like I would be excited about it. But then, yeah, you go like, shit, why have you not been in a relation, like a serious enough relationship or like married? I, I don't mind if I'm second wives club. Like at this point. No, I'd almost people, rather be if you're that old. Uh, at this point, a lot of people have been married and and I get that because we're of a certain age. So I, it, it's understandable to me that you would have been in and out of a serious relationship slash marriage. But like, yeah, it does present a little bit of a red flag. Again, everything's case to case situation. You don't know this guy could have been in a long term relationship and then broken up and he's, you know, took time to get over it or who knows but yes it definitely raises some questions as to why they are almost 50 years old and they haven't been in a relationship is it just something they don't want because at that point it's like hi half your life's over dude well also i feel like guys really want to be george clooney and like just because george clooney did it by the way you guys are not george clooney not even close i don't know if this is news to you and we're just bursting your bubble left and right here right now but you're not George Clooney. You are a Peter Pan, is and what you are. And guess who George Clooney ended up going after? Like uh, a classy, smart woman. Not the dumb, fake-titted blondes that you all think you're going to end up with. Yeah, not and not the Instagram wrong, models. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I think those girls are really pretty. I'm just pointing out, like, I think there's some fantastical thing that, like, especially in L.A., that guys are like, I'll settle down when I'm older and marry some young, hot chick that moves here from Nebraska that just has, like, boobs hot off the presses and will be like... It's perfect. She'll be like my trophy girlfriend wife. It's like, I feel like that's what they think is going to happen. And it's like, no, it's not actually. Right. She also probably isn't going to like you because she's going to like the other hot person that's probably similar to her age. And has a lot of Instagram followers. Or someone who's not at all similar to her her age, but has quite a large bank account. Yes, that's another thing, guys. one of those. Don't, Don't deal with those kinds of women. You've got us. I'm just, I mean, hey, that's what you want to deal with. Then. If that is your type, I'm definitely not going to be your type. <laughs> like The Bachelor. Right. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. I mean, I just, it's its a Peter Pan syndrome and I don't really understand what's going on. But we can talk to Derek a little bit more about that. And and also because Derek lived in New York and I did too. And so we can also talk about, is it just LA? Is it major cities? I feel like it's like a combination of things. And but, he went to school in Texas. So I wonder oh, what that was even like. Like in the South. That's totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jen, how was your Halloween? Well, it was lovely the night I went out with you. Yes. And we were Michael and Janet Jackson. And then the actual weekend of Halloween, I just, like, relaxed and stayed in um, and watched movies and took Scary movies and did stuff like that. You did, like, a grown-up Halloween. Yeah, and I'm so into it. It was so weird to go out without you. I felt like I was cheating on you. I felt like FOMO. And I don't normally have FOMO, but I was like... We are meant to be together tonight. We're a power couple and we have a matching outfit. It was hard. But I will say this. I was really nervous about the Uber surge rate. It wasn't that bad. No, we were told it was going to be six times the amount. And of course it wasn't. It was like 1.9. I don't know who these Uber psychics are, but they were totally (laughs) wrong on their reading this year. Um, And I had fun, though. I mean, this is the thing about going out on Halloween. You see people that you know, but then you're like, is that them? Like, sometimes it's so hard to tell who's who based on the costume. Then you feel like really weird. You're like, it's Lauren. Hi. Hi. And in a costume. It's just weird. It's so weird. I actually felt like when I was wearing my Janet Jackson outfit and I was wearing a hat that people couldn't see who I was. I'm like, I'm not really in a disguise. It's just a hat, guys. But my face is exactly the same. I know, but people get thrown off. I My face was exactly the same, too. Well... And I ran into someone who was like, wait, what? Like, they didn't know who I was. I was like... I, Hi, it's Is that person usually somebody that might forget? No, that person, we don't even, that person's, 
God. There's oh, somebody boy. that Jen and I know <laughs> that I also went to freaking college with, okay? And every time I see this dude out, I'm like, hi. And then after, and he's always like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. I'm like, no, hi, we went to college together. And uh, he never remembers. So finally, I started bringing it up. I'm like, hi, I've met you before. Every time I meet you, I tell you that I've met you before. And you never remember me. We went to, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he still does it. So now You I should screw him. with him. I literally ignore him every time I see him. I think he talked to me at our radio show he launch did. party. And I didn't even I didn't even hear the words coming out of his mouth. <laughs> You're just so conditioned to think he doesn't talk I'm to like, you. I'm like, I don't care or, no, or have time for you. Yeah. That guy's a major Peter Pan, too. I don't know. I mean, they all are, it seems. I It's really, you know, few and far between for finding guys that want to settle down at a young age or, or like a younger age. Well, speaking of Halloween, I'm glad it's over. I had fun. I'm glad it's over, though, because there's a couple reasons. I took all my Halloween decorations down. Already? Oh, I took them down the next day. Wow. Go you. Um, also, they're still up in LA Talk Radio in case anybody's curious. <laughs> but, oh, I had some help with my Halloween decorations. <laughs> Thank you to my friend that helped me because Jen knows I'm very organized and I have all of my things in the like this one closet area and there's not a lot of space and it's really hard to get the boxes down because it's like a game of Tetris and I have a Christmas box and a Halloween box and so I needed to get the Halloween decorations back up but like have to have someone holding the box you need more than one person and you need a strong individual with muscles mm. and thank god i had somebody over my house <laughs> that had muscles the night before so when i woke up in the morning i thought i gave you something now you help me i think that's a fair <laughs> deal a fair trade-off um but now are the christmas decorations so out? now okay i really want to put my christmas decorations out so so bad Jen. like which one the one that maybe came from Asheville, north carolina that goes on a tree or something oh my gosh jen got me the best christmas decoration it's a like a ceramic cat that looks just like my cat and it says his name on it, doesn't it? Does. it? It's it does. the cutest thing ever. So I, what I do is I make it. See, Jen and I make everything a celebration. That's why we have a mm-hmm. drink of the day. That's why we have like thirsty app because it always helps to just have like a little drinky poo. And the holidays is a perfect time to start. Oh, drinking. yeah. There's another reason why I'm excited Halloween's over because it's starting to cool down. It's like Halloween happens every year and then November comes and like it starts to cool down and it's so much better here. Praise the Lord. It just feels like warm and cuddly and I'm... I'm really excited to get my um, Christmas decorations out. I think I'm going to do them the week before Thanksgiving because I'm traveling the week of Thanksgiving. So I feel like then when I come home, they'll just be there. Oh, I think that's a really smart idea. And I love Christmas decorations and Christmas lights. And I make like spiked cider and I play Bing Crosby and I decorate my apartment. So fun. You can come over. I'm going to. That sounds fun. Okay. Let's make it a date. It's perfect. Um, So that is coming. However, I am like, where's this year going? I mean, as much as I love the holidays and like, you don't even know. Like the people listening right now, like you don't even know. It's a her thing. It's like her jam. Even though I'm Jewish, I'm the biggest fan of Christmas. It's like. True story. I'm the elf that she's the Jewish Christmas elf yeah so I'm really excited that it's coming but I'm also like slow down year I know 2016 it just feels like it's been so cute 2015 you know what though I think 2016 is way cute is going to be the cutest year of all years so like it's gonna be soups cute and I also feel like I do like the way 2015 looks like when you write it down but 2016 it's like curly and cute and even and like the numbers are like curly, round, round, They're round and, and curly, smooth. like yeah. like our like our humps, our humps. Check them out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know where I went with that. But I like it. I like it. Um, speaking of humps, we had a little hump in the voting things yesterday. Yeah, in there Ohio was, specifically. Ohio, Ohio. Um, they did not legalize marijuana. Why would you do that? You why have Ohio? hi in the middle of your name. Oh, cute. Oh, hi. Oh, why would you not do that? You know what? I think it was probably because people were so confused on the ballot. Yeah. Because people always get confused. This is what it is, people. It is to control the situation from the buyers and the sellers. So Nick Lachey, who we all know and love from our boy band days, 98 degrees, he was one of the backers for the, I think it's called Responsible Ohio. Yes. And it, it basically is saying, listen, if we're going to legalize marijuana, which is probably going to happen, let's control the situation. Let's be responsible about it. We are going to be controllers of how much selling and buying and growing happens. And Nick Lachey was one of the backers of this and also one of the is one of the owners or would be one of the owners of whatever like farmland area that grows the marijuana. And there's so many people who benefit from it, like sick people and things like that. And I just feel like it's just really backwards. Did they vote on medical marijuana, though? Well, uh, I think it's all in one. And anyway, it's not over. There's going to be a round two. They're trying to figure out how to sort of like revamp it and bring it back again. So it's not totally over, but it sucks that 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 happened. Well, I at least think that it's a great direction we're all going in. We're being progressive and open-minded. And the fact that it's even on the ballot or starting to be a conversation that is had more regularly, I think, is amazing. By the way, oh, back to Halloween for a second. Did you see, uh, see that Blake... Shelton, is that his name? Yeah. I don't know. He's country music and he's white, so I don't really know. <laughs> and Gwen Stefani were caught canoodling at the Maroon 5 uh, Halloween party too soon? I don't know. I'm, here's the thing. And, like, how predictable is that? It's right. kind of, like, boring to me. It's like, oh, they both got divorced and now they're dating? Is this, like, a freaking publicity stunt? I or? just could never put them together. And, uh, yes, I do think But I feel like be. it's like, oh, they're both single and they're, like, attractive. So, for, uh, first of all, I don't un- I need to say something. His sense of style. What is that? Plaid. Plaid for days. Plaid and jackets and like she's so chic. It's like. Well, he's super country and yeah, she's super chic. She's a little bit rock and roll. He's Uh, a little country. She's a little rock and roll. Exactly. And while they are famous, they are going to be in the news for canoodling. But it's like anybody we might date. Like we're probably it's going to happen for like a little bit and it might not happen yeah. for a while and I don't think either of them are going to get into another serious relationship I think they should be a little this bit smarter just, this could just be fun but anyone people are going to talk about it anyway even if it wasn't happening they're going to suspect that it would exactly be so you might as well do it if you're being accused of it I mean I would he's he's a tall drink of water he's he not te- like I'm surprised you're saying that I know he's not really like totally my type but I mean you could climb him like a tree no totally <laughs> Totally, but honestly, I heard that he was a cheater, and for Gwen to accuse Gavin Rossdale of cheating. Oh, really? Yeah, but I mean, again, he was a cheater. Well, I mean, it's kind of once a cheater, always a cheater. No, but it's like a okay. (laughs) That's for friends. Don't you remember that? No, that was that same Buffalo Bill voice, though. No, it wasn't. That's oh, wait, she a great big fat person. How good is that, you guys? I sound just like Buffalo Bill. I know. Thank you. You're welcome. You do, and it still scares me. And anything you say, I should be him for Halloween next year, and you could be the skin suit that I make. Disgusting. No, I'll be a (laughs) bottle of lotion if you want. Ooh, in a basket. I'll be a basket of lotion. Oh, that's so perfect. I think that's actually really good. I think it's funny because you know, I mean, we like to do things that are ironic. I'm gonna be slutty Buffalo Bill, and you could be slutty lotion in a basket. Perfect. That's exactly what I've dreamt of being all my life. Uh, So Hinge, one of our dating apps that we use and love, just got a little bit chattier. I like what they did. Me too. They 
acquired some of the things that uh, Bumble uses as like tactics to get people off the app and to talk. Get on it, yeah. guys. Shit or get off the pot. This is what we are talking about. Yeah. The only thing is, is that how it's different from Bumble is while the chat will disappear at a certain time period and you have to actually make a move, somebody does. It doesn't assign responsibility. So you don't know if it's you. You don't know if it's them. I will say this. On Hinge. Yes, on Hinge. I now am so accustomed to writing somebody first because of Bumble that I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to write everybody first now. Oh, I'll write people first. I don't care. But I think when it comes to asking out, I'm not super traditional like all the time. But in this, I feel like the guy needs to be like, let's go grab like Earth to dudes everywhere. Man up. Yeah. Do the thing that's traditional. Just like, why are you? I just don't understand. Why are you even talking to me anyway? Like, right. I'm not talking to you because I don't want to go on a date with you. I don't need more friends. We surely don't need more and friends. I definitely don't need a pen pal, so figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, get it together. But we like what Hinge is doing. Thank you for applying. So now, basically, your your match expires after a certain amount of time. And then once you start talking to them, then you have 14 days to like take it offline. Yeah. And it goes away. So I like that, too. It gives you a little fire under your ass. A little sense of urgency. Like it. We're going to talk to Derek, who's calling us right now, about his sense of urgency and whether he has any. Well, hello, Derek. Thank you for calling in. Hello. How are you? We are amazing. How are you? Where are you right now? I'm good. I'm in Atlanta right now. I'm actually in my hotel room. Oh, hey, shouty. <laughs> Is that loud? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. We oh, can yeah. Hear you. Loud and clear. Okay. Outstanding. How's, how's the show going? It's going how's really going? well. It just got infinitely better. It though. did. We have questions for you, honey. Oh, boy. I don't, I'm scared. Well, yeah, you should be. I would be if I were. No, we'll, we'll You're be. being put on trial. We'll be kind. <laughs> we, are today, we are putting you on trial today. We're talking about, we might think that it could be specific to L.A., but it could just be major cities or who knows. But we feel that we come across what like a typical Peter Pan bachelor, like L.A. bachelor syndrome a lot in L.A. And we're kind of trying to figure out why that happens we would love a guy's perspective and we love you but you do fall into that category a little bit don't you think Derek? no for sure yeah for sure i i completely and totally agree with you uh and i've had numerous discussions you know i don't think it's just guys that fall into that peter pan category though in major cities like you know i lived in new york for six years i lived in la now for almost 11 or almost 12 uh and what i think it is more than anything else is that you've got all these people that have moved from some other place Jen, I know you came from Miami. I came from Miami. You know, we moved out here to do a specific thing. For me, it's acting. For you, it's acting. It's the show. Um, so you've got all these people that have moved away from home, away from their families, away from everyone that they've known their whole entire lives and everyone that they love, which means that they've kind of got blinders on to begin with. They're pursuing something. They're going after something, um, which makes it really difficult when you get all those people in one location because everybody's got their blinders on. You know, nobody's looking for a relationship. Everybody's striving to for career goals. Um, and so I think it makes it really hard to to date and to meet people. But what um, happens and when yes, you... I'm totally guilty of that Peter Pan complex. But in my defense, I feel like I've got good reason. You know, when I was, like, starting out in this business, I was struggling. I had no money. There were definitely girls that I met along the way that I think in a different life, in a different world, if I was in a different place financially... Uh, it would have it would have totally been a different story. Okay, so you know? that's a, and, so that is a real thing. Then you feel like you're not you can't allow yourself to like open up and really like somebody because of what you have going on in your life. But don't you think like if you like somebody, you like somebody? Like you kind of can't help how you feel, regardless of what's in your bank account. 
right? You, you can help how you feel if you immediately put the kibosh on it. You Why know what I mean? Why would you do that, though? I have done that. Yeah, totally. No, but like, I'm not wh- saying why, it's a good thing. Why but. do you do That's my question is like, why do you put the kibosh, if you will, on something like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say now that I'm a little bit older and I, my bank account's a little bit more secure, uh, I'm definitely a lot more open to um, to meeting somebody. Uh, but I, it's also one of these things that you've, I've gotten so used to immediately kind of shutting down the minute anything starts with anybody or the minute I see potential for anything that it's almost become like a knee jerk reaction. Uh, and I have numerous friends that are constantly, you know, they all tell me I need therapy, but you know, (laughs) I think anybody could use therapy. (laughs) Well, well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, why do you think you put like, put a stuff, like you meet a girl, you think she's great. You're like, Oh man, this girl has potential. I really like her. Oh, never mind. I can't do this. Like you just like, is it a fear thing? Is it what? You know, I can't speak for every guy. I can just speak for myself. Right. Um, as I was saying, I know when I was younger, there was always this fear that I'm going to get myself into a situation where I really start to care about somebody, where I start to have feelings for that person, um, and I'm going to wind up putting my career on the line Got it. for this person. Why, Whether can, those why fears can't you are do both? Or not, yeah. Why can't you do both? They were totally there. Okay. What's that? Why can't you do both? Oh, I don't. I th- I've seen numerous people that have been able to do both. Uh, you were as just, I said before, I don't know that that fear is, is grounded in right. anything real, but it definitely, like for me, I know that that's been my hangup. Got it. You know, okay. I don't want to get to that place where five or six years down the road, when I was younger, where whoever I was dating is like, you know, I want to settle down and I would like to have kids. I don't want to be that guy who's sitting there going, you know, I'm still making $30,000 a year as an actor. I don't have enough money to raise kids yeah. and have to eventually come to that place where there's an ultimatum where I have I to sacrifice it. my career. Which I would do. You know what I mean? That's the point. I know myself. I know if, you know, if I got to a place where I had children um, and it came down to me pursuing my career and taking care of that kid, I'm taking care of that kid. Right. I know myself well enough to know that. Um, And so that was a big fear. It's like if you just prevent all that from happening at the very get-go, you don't ever have to come to that, that situation. I get it. And it's a stupid fear. It's the same kind of fear of like, you know, you'll never experience loss if you never experience love. Mm-hmm. But does does any, do any one of us really want to go through life without loving somebody? Right. You know, I mean, I it's hope not got to take the risk, but I not. get what you're saying now that that's totally clear. I so then that. at what point are you actually ready to do that and get into a relationship? I, I think I'm at a point now in my life where I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a lot more open to it. Uh, you know, but I'm also 39 years old. I don't want to be the guy who's out at bars when I'm 50 wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt with no hair trying to pick up chick. <laughs> well, you know. You know? I mean... And I'm getting damn close to it. I was going to say, that's around the corner. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole group of people that are doing that. You could just hang out with them. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be that guy, you know? I, I, I don't have any desire for it. Right. Because also what I've seen as I've gotten older is that when more, when more and more of your friends settle down and start finding relationships and start finding the people that they want to be with, what happens is you start, and I'm saying you, meaning myself, you start hanging out with people that you weren't necessarily friends with to begin with because all your other friends are married up. Yep. And so you've at least got a group of people that you can hang out with, but it's not necessarily people that you have a ton of things in common with or that you would even consider years before that good friends. But right. now they're drinking buddies and a person will let you maintain this, pardon my French, shitty lifestyle that you've already started. You like know. by process of elimination. So it's not healthy. Yeah. It's not healthy. Totally get what you're saying. So it looks like you got to ask someone out on a date now. 
Yeah, how are you going to go about that? Are, are you going to go on a dating app? What's going to happen? Are you on dating Maybe. apps? Jane, you want to go on a date? Oh, finally. Nine years later. Oh, my, I, I was going to call you out on that, Derek. Derek and Jen and I have been out on occasions before, and it's like, oh, where's Derek and Jen? Oh, they're off flirting over there somewhere. Maybe they'll go on a date this time. Nope. Is this official? Is this happening right now? Is this an L.A. talk radio exclusive? Oh, man. <laughs> That's the other thing that's nerve-wracking for me. And, I, Jim, you and I have talked about this before, but, like, I think dates are so arbitrary. Like, I said to you one time, like, what are we going to we'll just sit down and eat dinner and talk, and it's, like, it's forced and it's not why real. And it, like, Why is it forced? You, know, you don't want to hang out with the person you're it, on a date with? No, that's not my point. Because I know myself, you get nervous in situations like that. Oh, because you now you're nervous. in a one-on-one setting with that person. So and you want to so hang out with you're everybody? Trying to, it's like taking a business meeting or, you know, yeah. meeting with an agent for the first time. You're selling the best side of yourself. But that's not really who you are. Right. You know? But you have to so, hope that it's not totally different. Although that has happened to me before, that it's not totally I'm different sure. than the person underneath. But I see for me, and I know this is very common, like, I don't really get nervous about dates. I'm like, what? I don't really care. It doesn't make me nervous at all. It makes me nervous. I get so nervous inside that I like end up having to drink too much but then I feel like I get oh. more comfortable and then I do it's not. fun I, I think it's get, fun I don't get nervous at there trust me there are plenty of things in my life I get nervous about the dating is not one of them okay. but if, if it but was something that made do you me think nervous, maybe that comes from practice well, like you've been on a lot of dates, I so think I like have. why even get nervous? Anymore? I know it's like kind of yeah. like going on auditions. It's exactly. like after you go on a certain amount yeah. of auditions, there's no nerves anymore because you've been there. You've been you know? there. I, ugh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> but I've I've been this guy for years and years and years. That's like I'm not going on a date now. I go on like friend. It's not even a date at this point, but like a group of friends getting together, mm-hmm. and that girl that you kind of got the hots for is there. You know, and it's exciting, don't you think? Uh, the date? No, like no, that like night out with that girl. Like that night out, you're like, oh, Jessica's gonna be there, or whoever she is, like, yay, and you're like, oh, make sure you put on a cute outfit, and like, no? No? Not no. exciting? That's not exciting for you, Derek? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just get, I get like a paranoid thing, and this is totally me. This is not most guys. Trust me. Oh. I have friends of mine that are like, dude, grow up, man. You're such an idiot. But like, my own insecurities come out at that point. I get right. nervous. I feel like I'm putting on some front. And then I you know, I have a ton of girlfriends in my life, girlfriends, you know what I mean, girls that are friends, and I've heard these horrible dating stories, and it's like all the guy did was just talk about himself the whole entire time. And I'm like, well, maybe he was just scared to death. You or, know? Probably was. And it's like, or like making conversation. Like if you're, if you're on a date yeah. and someone's not making conversation, like you're going to start talking to fill the space. So maybe it's just out of like not having awkward silence. You find something to talk about, right? I mean. Exactly. You guys are running an interview show. So, you, I mean, like first rules in interviews is don't ask yes or no questions. Right. You exactly. know what I mean? And I've been on dates where you're asking questions like, you know, I remember like back in college being like, so, you know, how's Florida State going with some girl that I was dating and and, and it was just good. And you're like, God, I'm, oh, I'm like trying so hard to get something out of this person. Yeah. Uh, and I understand that they were probably nervous as well, but it, it just, ah, such a crazy process. It, it's I, like, let's all just get drunk and have sex and then we can figure it out from there. I was going to ask you, like, what is your process then yeah. if you don't like dates? So you hang out in a group with all your friends you like and ne- the girls there and ne- then what? Netflix and <laughs> yeah. chill? Well, once I know that there's a physical, like, that's the other thing. It's like, once I know that there's a physical attraction there and something physical has happened, mm-hmm. whether it's just I made out with her or whatever else, it's like, 
I'm over that hump. She's physically attracted to me. Now I can just be myself. Because oh. at that point, I'm comfortable. Got it. You know what I mean? Okay. But it's the, the hard thing for me has always been like, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm having dinner with this person, I'm buying them drinks, I'm doing whatever I can to loosen them up a little bit. But by that same rationale, I'm like, is this girl even attracted to me? You know what I mean? That's a risk. Uh, so it's kind of like once I know that that person, is, that there's a physical attraction there, uh, then I feel comfortable because then it's just me being me, you know? But don't and you I feel <laughs> there's like I sound like an asshole, but it's like there's a confidence in like, okay, I can just be myself because well, I know that this person is at least into me. No, that you know? totally, it gives you a little reassurance and then you feel like you don't have to yeah. like, play a guessing game. But don't you think sometimes like, yeah, you think you might be attracted to someone and then you talk to them and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm attracted oh, to this course. person anymore or vice versa. Of so it, that part of the date has to happen because I've been surprised. I've been out in a, with like a group of guys and then I've been like talking to somebody and then by the end of the night, I'm like, wait a second, I think that guy's kind of cute. Whereas when I first laid eyes on him, I did not think that. And now no, it's I do. personality that so, draws girls. And you can really get them at that point. And then, you know, you got to you got to find the confidence because that's how you can draw someone in for sure. And it's it's no, for sure. to be confident. And, yeah. and that's why I've always liked like that group setting. You know what I mean? Where it's like more organic. if I have a group of friends and I know Jen's going to be there, it's like, OK, cool, because the onus isn't completely and totally on me to entertain you that night. You know what I mean? It's like we've got our group of friends there. If yeah. there's a lapse in conversation or if things get awkward or if things are terrible, I can leave. And there's no, you know, you can't just up and leave in the middle of a date. Well, you know? I mean, you, you could. Well, I have before. <laughs> you could. For sure, you could. You know, I mean, if things went that far south. Right. For sure. Um, I've that, never had that experience. Yeah, there, you know? there was one time I had to leave a date, and I made Lauren pretend that she heard the dog like that, there like, was an emergency with an animal yeah. she was taking care of and i like had to text her 17 times in a row that she needed to get to the house like right away to get the dog because something was wrong and so i left i took sure. off in the middle I've, of an I've event thing, i've never i don't think i've ever done that but i've definitely been on like a date and been like hey you know a group of my friends are up at this bar do you want to head over there maybe have a couple drinks and then it's like oh god and like by the end of the night i may be talking to some other girl Hey, you know what I mean? Fair game. Uh, fair game. Yeah. But at that point, I, you know, I think everyone's wise enough to kind of realize, like, well, that's not necessarily true. I mean, there are people that just cannot take a hint. Yeah. Um, Do you... I think I've always been pretty aware of that but do you find yourself like the dating scene in LA we get kind of like how you work and how you feel about it what about when you're like on a set do you feel like oh my gosh that you know I'm sure you're around beautiful women all the time and you you mm -hmm. know you're very experienced in the theater and like TV and film now like have you been in the situations where you're like oh I'm really attracted to this girl I shouldn't because we're working together or how do you like put the oh yeah on that oh for sure for sure I mean that gets really, really hairy and really tough, especially if that person's in a position of authority over you or <laughs> higher up on the on the the food chain. Right. You know, because uh, it can be really, really complicated. I've been in that place before, uh, where there was a girl that I was really attracted to. Uh, I was just a guest star on this show. She was a series regular, and there's this thing where it's like I'm really attracted to her, but I don't want to. Like, whereas. In my everyday life, I'd be the person to make that first move or initiate something. Um, I kind of had to wait for her to do it because I didn't want to be slapped with like a sexual harassment lawsuit. But, you know, the whole time I'm thinking, I'm kind of getting a vibe that she's into me too, but I don't yeah. want to be that guy who's making her uncomfortable because it's just as easy to, you know, the writers on that show can be like, see you later, buddy. 
<laughs> so what ended you know, up happening? Yeah, she, did she one day, of- uh, Actually, we wound up uh, going out a couple of times. She was the one who initiated it. Uh, we had a great time, and then we wound up hooking up once, and then things got really awkward. Uh, oh. And then after that, we started out as friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just pulled her aside at one point and said, look, I really enjoy your company. I enjoy hanging out with you. You're an awesome chick. Uh, can we just forget that anything ever happened between us physically and move on and go back to that place where we were friends? Okay, but why, point, why, though? Why did since. you do that? That's where I'm like, I'm losing you. Like, why Why would you do that? She's great. She because made- I got the vibe that after our physical interaction, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that it wasn't reciprocated. You know what I mean? Got it. Which, that sucked for me. You know, I was head over heels for this girl. And even when I went to her and said, hey, let's just go back to being friends, in the back of my mind, if she would have, I mean, if at that moment she would have said, I don't want to be friends, I want to be with you, I would have been completely and totally head over heels. Aww. But I got the vibe that, that things weren't reciprocated. And at that point, it was like, instead of making her feel awkward every time I'm around her, it's like, you got to put your feelings on the back burner, and you also got to think about what's good for the show. Was her name, um, was her name Minka Kelly? <laughs> no, it wasn't Minka Kelly. <laughs> I was partially kidding, but not. But really. we were also curious. She was kidding, but we were also curious. <laughs> I'll tell you in private sometime. Sounds good. Okay. You mean on our on our double date when you ask Jen out and on then, our double date, yeah? And then you hook me up with one of your single cute friends. Yeah. Do you have any single cute friends for Lauren? Because we do know your friends. Hello. Hello. Yeah, unfortunately, I think Lauren knows all my friends, so yeah. Well, who's on probably dated half of them, or (laughs) don't want to date any of them. What are you saying, that I get around? I kind of (laughs) No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that you know my group of friends. No, I do, I do. Do you, yeah, I mean, any of those guys, something that you want to deal with? We'll we'll talk about that in private. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Also, (laughs) you are on set right now filming, so who's there? There's got to be some eligible bachelor there that Lauren could say something to. Dude, that's the weirdest thing about this set. Uh, every person on this show right now is married. That's boring. Or has a girlfriend. Boring. Yeah. So has that inspired yeah. you to come back to L.A. and find love? Uh, I don't know about that. You do realize when you're on set, though, how hard it is. I mean, you know, one of the guys I'm working with, uh, Mikey Raymond James, is married and has two kids. And, like, his wife is, like, his wife, or, I'm sorry, has a, a wife and a kid. Uh, but his wife and his kid are down here with him right now just to shoot. Mm-hmm. But you think about that, like, in the course of this business, it can be really, really tough. You know, because yeah. um, you're away from that person that you love. And as you said, Jen, I mean, the temptations are really high. You're surrounded by all these beautiful people. Yeah. Um, so th- that's another thing for me, too, is I, I need to know that the person that I'm with is like the one. Um, I don't I've never been the type of person that's going to cheat, but I got to know head over heels that this is the person I want to be with. But do you because really, truly, the temptation out is just ridiculous. I'm sure it is. But- Not necessarily for for a guy like me, but like when I would be on set with Kyle Chandler, you know, we go out for a drink or whatever after work and 80 women would come over to this guy. And Kyle is like one of those guys. It's like he's, he's just the most. He's a great dude. You know what I mean? I mean, he's got this beautiful wife, two beautiful girls, and, like, the most faithful guy on the planet. But you can see that temptation. Kyle never even went near it. You know what I mean? Right. And it kind of was this thing as a younger actor kind of starting out on my first big gig seeing, like, that's how you do it. That's how you sustain a relationship in this business. Relationship goals. Don't you think, though, don't you think that 
it's a little bit unrealistic to be like the person that I'm with is like I'm he- like yes of course you want to be head over heels and like totally in love but you go through ebbs and flows in relationships it's not always of course perfect. to sustain that forever yeah but you got to know that that's a person that you want to spend your life with of course you know that you're going to take that journey with uh because as I said, the temptations can be a, a little ridiculous. I'm sure they are. How um, how do you feel yeah. like dating is different in New York versus LA? Is it different? Well, it's different for me because when I was in New York, I had no money, and now that I'm in LA, it's and I was on a couple TV shows. Things have changed. Okay, and um, Longmire. I, I remember there was this girl that I met one night out at a bar real cute and charming and funny and we were having a great time and she asked me what I did for a living and I told her I was an actor and she said anything that I've seen and I said you know I don't know what you've seen uh but wound up getting this girl's number we went on a date had the greatest time uh called her up was going on a second date went to pick her up and she was like hey give me like five minutes I'm getting ready uh she's like make yourself at home and I turn on the tv and I'm just flipping through channels waiting for her to get dressed and as I'm sitting there I like you know I, I don't I'm kind of like, what does this girl watch? So I hit her DVR. Oh, God. Oh, God. And was it here all it you? is, Friday Night Lights. And it's been recorded, you know, since the first season. So you're like, so it's she not knows like who she I just, am. I'm like, you knew exactly who I was, and you never mentioned it. And that was just really awkward, because here's the deal. If, if some girl came up to me and was just forthright and said, hey, you know, big fan of yours on Friday Night Lights, or I love Friday Night Lights, or I watch Friday Night Lights, or don't don't skirt around the issue. Like if you know who I, now I just felt like I was, it was kind of stalkery and weird. <laughs> right. And it's just, from that point on, things just kind of imploded. Uh Oh, uh Oh, um, well, so Longmire has been picked up for a fifth season on Netflix. So are you getting, yeah, that? we just found out about it. That's awesome. Congratulations. Congrats. Thank you guys. Thanks so much. So are you getting recognized from that show? I mean, do women tape, you know, Longmire and then you come over and you see that there are stalkers <laughs> of you on Longmire? I haven't had that experience yet, but uh, for the first time, like a couple months ago, I was out with a group of friends, and this girl came up to me, and she goes, I know I know you. What do I know you from? And I was like, I just assumed Friday Night Lights, because, you know, that's the thing that most people would know me from. And she was like, no, I never watched that show. And she goes, Longmire. And I was like, oh, wow. So that was kind of interesting. It was the first time that anyone's ever been a fan of mine from Longmire. So that was... That's new. exciting. That but exciting. no, I haven't, I haven't had any stalkers from Longmire at this point. Well, you just... I'm wait. looking forward yeah, to that. Stay tuned. I, I have Netflix, so... Yeah. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're also going to be on the series finale of Looking on HBO. When does that air? Yeah, I don't know when that airs. I haven't shot that yet. Uh, I'm actually heading to San Francisco and, um, like, uh, uh, I get to San Francisco on the 11th to shoot that. Oh, wow. wow. That's where I'm from. Where are you guys shooting yeah. in San Francisco? Do you know? I have no clue. And frankly, like, I mean, there's NDAs everywhere. I can't even say what I'm doing or, uh, you know, anything about it. But, yeah. Um, so mysterious. But I'm looking forward to it. Get oh, it? Great. Yes. Oh. That was a terrible pun. No, that, that was, was cute. That oh. was cute. But you know what I just realized? How the hell? Those are we... the kind of puns you can expect on our date, Jim. Yeah. Speaking of our date, where I was going with that was, how the hell are we ever going to go on a date if you're out of town for all these things? And while I, you know, appreciate your success and whatnot, doesn't really. Well, that's a good thing. I can kind of put her on the back burner and be like, hey, you want to meet up sometime in like December? <laughs> oh, Ooh, snap. it's so crazy. I'm busy all December. Mm. Are you really? Yeah, January too. It's going to be pretty tough. You're going to have to make it happen in November, yo. Okay. 
Why don't I, I'll call my people and we'll call your people and see if we can set something up. Like a group thing, obviously. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, you can bring I meant like my agents and managers. Maybe they can talk to each other and find some dates. Perfect. <laughs> okay, that's great. Yeah. Make sure that they also talk to my agents and managers and find dates with Oh, your yeah, that's friends. right. I keep forgetting that this is a double date. Don't yeah. forget about me. Two for the price of two. That's right. <laughs> I like it. Hey. Why don't I just take both of you out? Perfect. And then it's like bachelor style <laughs> at the end of the night. You're going to give one of us a rose and then we'll have to like... Yeah, slap each other over Perfect. You. Yes, I love this. Let's do it. Let's do it, and let's tape it and post it on <laughs> YouTube, and we could start a series. This is real. This is. I have enough thing. trouble trying to get one woman to like me. I can't imagine getting two. That'd well, be too hey, hard. This will be a test. Try your best, and there's two different types yeah. of women, and we will judge the hell out of you. So be nervous. I would have a feeling that it would probably end up this way. I'd take both of you out, and about ten minutes into you, you'd be like, "This guy is the worst," and then you guys would go off with some other dude you'd find somebody else Derek you're confident and, come on and I'd be I'd be sitting there all by myself with a lonely rose oh uh, I would uh, no, we would take the rose we and, would totally take the rose and go yeah <laughs> I mean it wasn't there for you I'd probably steal your drink too let's be honest you'd steal my what your drink <laughs> nice yeah that's true see yeah. how much fun you're having with us it's like we're on a date right now it is. It is. I'm enjoying it. It's been fun. We thought so. Yeah. So, Derek, where can people find out more about what's going on with you and stay in touch with you, like, say, on social media? Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter. I, I'm, Guys, I'm not good at all this social media stuff. I'm still trying to figure it out. But I think my Twitter page is underscore Derek Phillips. Okay. Okay. That, is it at Twitter? Is that how that works? I don't know. Oh, okay. uh, just look up Derek Phillips and you can find me. Um, and then uh, that's about the only social media I do. Oh, no Instagram. I'm not a big social media guy. Okay. No I'm Instagram? kind of the worst at it. Don't you have Instagram? Uh, I started an Instagram account, but I've never posted anything on it. Hmm. Uh, you're <laughs> at underscore Derek Phillips. That is you. Yeah. yeah. Now you know. Okay. That's it. All right. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, so everyone, make sure to check out Longmire. Uh, we just found out that Game of Silence, the show that I've been working on right now, is going to start airing in January on NBC. Right. Uh, and I assume you probably don't have a lot of gamers on, on your We don't know. Your we don't base. know. They might be. But, I mean, uh, men are our fan base, actually. So yeah, maybe you gamers. Know. You never know. So that's true. So maybe, yeah, I've got uh, Tomb Raider, um, which is coming out on November 10th, and then also Fallout 4 which is coming out on November 10th. Look at you so all over the place. Them both. Good for you. Good for you. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Best of luck on the set in Atlanta. We can't wait to see what's going on. And we look forward to our double date. That's what I'm saying. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. All of course. Right. Talk to you later. All right, ladies. Have a good one. You too. Bye. 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 Aw. What a guy. But I mean, he hey, he there no he was very honest about just like hey, listen, I have my reasons for like putting the as he liked to say kibosh on things. <laughs> I love that. So <laughs> it's like you know, you never know. Yes, this is his own particular point of view and his coming from his own insecurities and situations. But it does feel like that happens quite often. And I have heard that a lot of guys are very like weird about their finances and stuff. He kind of nailed that one home. It kept going back to like I, when dating in New York, I didn't have any money. Now right. I do. Like it kept going back. It's the to bank that. account thing. And you know what? The thing about guys. Is that they don't understand how not forgiving women are, but how accepting yeah. we are, and how if we like you, 
we don't care if you take us on the free date to the park. Yeah, like, it's the thought that counts. But I also have to say this. If you're so concerned about your bank account, then don't call, be go, calling us gold diggers if we seem like we're concerned about your bank account. Right. It's true. It's like, well, if that's all you're thinking about, maybe you're projecting that onto us. Projection. Mm-hmm. Projection. Projection. But really, truly, like you and I can speak for ourselves, I don't really care about that. No. If you don't have a lot of money and you're giving me what I need in other ways, then we'll make it work together. Exactly. And I think that it might be something that we've learned also like in our 30s, like priorities. Like while maybe in our 20s, you know, you look for certain things. I, I don't know why people ever like look at somebody's car and think that's like a sign of something about that man that yeah. makes them better than that guy if he had a different car. But, right. um, you know, now in our 30s, I think that something we are looking for is somebody that puts forth effort. So you don't have to take us to Mastro's Steakhouse for dinner if you can't afford it. But Take us to a food truck and put a little picnic out on the lawn and have a bottle of wine and have a little romance. I mean, I just made the best date ever. Do you want to go on a date with me? I definitely do. And how much is a food drug? Like $10? Probably. Meal? It's so great. And we can go to Trader Joe's and get some cheap wine. And then go to Jazz Night at LACMA. Free free guys free there are things to do as long as you put like forethought and effort there's always going to be some way to romance somebody without a lot of money this is how we'd like to talk 30 to each other mm-hmm. i like when you talk 30 to me jen look how much sense we just made out of that whole situation sure did i ain't saying she a gold digger no you know what we could even do on our date together what tinder and chill <gasps> we could do we could double Tinder and chill. That's like a and side by like side. we could ask, like, what do you think about this guy? And Oh, this is the best date ever. Okay, when are we doing that? Probably Thursday? this weekend. Okay, sounds good. Sweet. Uh, so we're just about out of time. So we are. Where can people find you on all the social media? Well, you can find me on Lauren Leonelli um, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and my website. And you can find me, Jennifer Golden, on all those same places, Jennifer Golden. And and us together as a duo. That's if you right. want to go on a double date with us, you can follow us on at Complicated Show on all the things. And also Two Drunk Girls on YouTube. Um, that is www.youtube.com forward slash Two Drunk Girls TV. Because if you just Google Two Drunk Girls, you get something else or YouTube it. But we are Two Drunk Girls TV every Thursday at 3. We have a new video. You can listen to us rant and rave about the newest celebrity news and gossip with booze. That's right. That is right. And on that note, we love you all. We thank you for listening. We hope you've downloaded our podcast on iTunes. And we will see you next Wednesday. Bye, y'all. Bye. Irreverent. Entertaining. Cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio.